Hello and welcome to our pilot episode, our first episode of Cars and Corals. I'm Matthew. I'm Ethan. And uh, this episode, we are just learning out the basics of podcasting, and we're just going to talk a little bit about our basic interests. Mine's uh, cars, mainly. Mine is corals. Corals and fish. And, and fish. And fish. Um, yeah. So we're just uh, teaching each other throughout the episode, and hopefully being able to teach some of the listeners as well about our common interests. So, um, first off, I would like... Ethan, uh, to tell us what's going to happen in January. It's big excitement. Mm, mm, yes, big big boy moves. Um, I am purchasing a fish store, um, which may sound weird to most people if you're here for cars because you know <laughs> you're not part of the fish world or anything. But uh, big deal, big deal. I am purchasing a local fish store called Fish Mania. Um, been a passion for most of my life. I started breeding freshwater fish, and of course. Uh, moved into working in the retail setting, uh, growing corals and growing plants and still breed fish. Um, and that's what I want to teach Matthew about. So I, I know a little bit about basics. Uh, the way I got into fish, we've, we've had this conversation we before. Um, I've seen, especially uh, a lot of my friends on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere, uh, their car friends are also really into fish keeping. And the reason... Mm. Um, I think that is, uh, we've talked a little bit about it, like I said before, um, the, the car hobby is very hard to get into. There's a lot of leeway. So like if you wanted to start modding, that's what it, what it's called when you start adding things or changing things to your vehicle. Mm. Um, there's a lot you can do. There's a lot of platforms and a lot of things that can branch off. And I think it's the same for coral and fish and saltwater keeping. So I think those two interests kind of coexist with each other. Um, My old boss actually owns a reef tank. It's one of your customers. Oh, really? Yeah. uh, Oh, the the, The, um, auto house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. From German auto house, my old boss. uh, He owns that, and a couple other of my friends own uh, coral tanks and fish tanks in Atlanta. Uh, For you that that don't know, I guess everyone's learning here, my um, early college days, I go to our college in Atlanta for racing. I'm really big into racing, um, not NASCAR, because uh, we are from the South, and that's the first question I get asked when I tell people I'm going to school for racing. No, not NASCAR or drag racing. I'm into road course racing. Yeah. My oh. house in Atlanta is actually a quarter mile from Road Atlanta, which you got to see this weekend for the first that time. Was pretty, that was pretty freaking cool. So for, for the listeners that are into fish and not cars, what is the difference between... Uh, you said course racing or what did you say uh road course road racing. course racing and like nascar is that your question yeah i guess so so <clears throat> what's like the difference in that well uh stock car racing or nascar racing they used to used to go and you would purchase a car from the factory and for the most part you would leave it factory stock and you would go out and it i i think in my personal opinion that's real nascar racing that's something i would be into uh mm. classic stock car racing nowadays they have a template and it's all the same cars and uh, now you're only doing um, a certain amount of turns. You're only turning uh, left or right. I'm not into NASCAR. You're only turning one direction. I do not find that interesting at all. To me, a, a through and true driver can take um, left and right turns and learn braking points and chicanes and uh, little things like that. And not to hate on NASCAR drivers at all. Um, some of them actually do end up doing road course racing. Um, Brett Elliott's a really good one. Um, for uh, I'm big into um, 
endurance racing, IMSA, International Motorsports Association. That's what I enjoy. I go into uh, the Petit Le Mans at Road Atlanta. But the, the main difference is the cars. I think stock cars are <clears throat> all the same, mm-hmm. and road course is really open. You have a power limit. So you may have a car that, you know, it's limited to, like, the Daytona uh, Prototype International. That's the top of the line for endurance racing. Uh, they have a limit. I, I don't know the exact limit. I think it's uh, 800 horsepower thereabout. But um, for the most part, you, you can have, like, Porsche and Audi. They're, they're owned by the same company, the Volkswagen Auto Group. Porsche did gasoline with a turbo region uh, for, from braking. And then Audi did a car that ran on diesel and was a four-cylinder, Porsches was a six-cylinder, and their uh, regeneration ran off the uh, turbo exhaust. It, it, it regened the uh, turbo from the heat coming off the engine as to braking were Porsche. And they're the same company, so that's just mind-boggling, but they made the same power. In my opinion, the Porsche 919 was the uh, the winner in those races, but... I have a lot to learn. (laughs) You do. So many, so many different things I didn't understand. uh, You go to school for that, and you can go to school for uh, fishing or, you know, for fish keeping as well. I've seen that. I've had ads pop up on YouTube. They really target you. (laughs) They target you with those cookies. Oh, lordy. Um, So, yeah, that's a big thing. There's a lot to learn, and I am uh, always up for teaching and learning as well. I'd like to listeners to do that as well that's right as as uh as far as cars go i am i am a novice and as far as corals and fish go he is a novice so hopefully towards the end i can get more into cars and he can get more into fish and corals and such i think i'm pretty into corals hey, and fish. hey, hey i have two cars so i would say i'm pretty into cars but what would you say when i say that i think you're you're crown victoria you have an 03 <laughs> crown victoria i think yeah. From a car perspective, I think those are great. I, I I love it. I think it's it's a land yacht. You know, I think one it's of the, a it's a boomer car, <laughs> and it is. But you gotta you gotta appreciate it. I mean, I'm I'm 19 and you're yep. 20, about to yeah. turn 21 here soon. You're right. Which is amazing in itself. You didn't tell him you're 20 and gonna be 20. purchasing a fish store. You mm. know, basically a teenager right after your teenage years, and uh, to me in that self is very impressive. I'm still. <laughs> trying to figure out my life and where I want to go. Um, but, I mean, you're you're purchasing a, a brick-and-mortar store. That's oh, right. Just a store in itself is impressive. Uh, I have a lot of friends that I, I'm telling about how you're purchasing a store at 20, and they, they're like, a store? You know, what kind of store? And I tell them, and they're like, oh, like uh, when we went to go pick up the microphone for this episode, uh, got it from one of my sister's friends. I was telling her, I was like, my buddy's about to buy a store, and uh, she's like, a fish store? Like, I told her fish store, and she was like, fishing equipment? Because her husband's at the fish house. Like, <laughs> like, like sushi? <laughs> like sushi, no. I was like, uh, <clears throat> like fish. And she was like, oh, cool. So, But um, I think a, a great, um, not just learning, just a story time. Hmm. I think um, this weekend would be a great story time. Because I yeah. think both of our interests this weekend got to come out. They were kind out. of included. They yeah. were included. in. It was more more for you, um, but I learned but as we. ended up. Yeah. Both of us. So our, our we, there was a coral show, Coral's Farmer Market. Yeah, Coral's Farmer Market in Atlanta. Uh, which is great. Not a lot of vendors, but for mm-hmm. my first one, I think it was great to watch you yeah, go through for, there. And for your first one, it was great, but also uh, kind of coming back from all this COVID stuff, you know, it's it's a good start. Um, this year, or 2021, is when Macna, uh, the Marine... Let's find out what that's called. You talk for a second. The, okay, Magna. But we the plan was to go down there to the farmer's market. We were going to uh, stay with some uh, friends down there, girlfriends, 
sister, um, and uh, we were going to go to the Coral Show. And then afterwards, I uh, my house that I live next to Road Atlanta um, for college, we were going to go pick up a fish tank. That's right. And pack everything up and set it back at my house here in Chattanooga mm-hmm. uh, because COVID had kind of ruined my school plan. So like I said, I'm still trying to figure everything out. So that wasn't too great, but... Oh, did you find with that? I did. So MACNA stands for Marine Aquarium Conference of North America. It's the biggest saltwater show that um, the American, um, I guess, hobby has. Uh, it switches from city to city every year, and last year it was supposed to be in Nevada. Um, but it got canceled because of COVID complications, and it, it was just it was a real bummer. But this year, uh, 2021, uh, it is supposed to be... Uh, in Atlanta, which is super awesome. So a lot of the coral shows are starting to come back and ride on the coattails of that event or ride on the the cusp of that event, the excitement uh, for the coral shows to come back. Uh, And if you don't know what a coral show is, uh, if you go to literally almost any big city in this wonderful country, um, there are reef clubs or there are um, aquarium societies. If you want to find them, look on Facebook. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's I, right. That's, that's where I look for mine, and I've joined a couple. And you used to host the one here in Chattanooga. You I recently did, yeah. just gave it up so you could uh, work on the store more. Yeah, yeah. So I started the one in uh, in Chattanooga. Oh, and for the viewer or the listeners that don't know, um, Atlanta's the bigger city near us in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Um, it's a normal two-hour drive from here but with me driving yeah, it's a little quicker <laughs> a little bit <laughs> i uh, we we were pushing oh man what were you hitting on the way back like 120 is not good <laughs> no it hooked on this speed Sorry, don't get in trouble good. on the racetrack we we're hitting 120 on the racetrack no um how fast do you think we made it back though uh, um I think it's like an, an hour hour and 30, hour and 30 yeah. uh, we uh, we live kind of close together we live like 10 minutes away from each other but um Still living with her parents, Rip. Oof, oof, oof. <laughs> not for long, though. <laughs> no, 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 not for long. We'll, we'll get more into that later. But yeah. um, uh, we uh, we got back in like an hour and thirty, which is you know we live thirty impressive. minutes north of uh, Chattanooga, um, the Udwall Collegedale area. I'm not trying to get too specific. Yeah, no, no, no specifics. No. Let me tell them the street you live on. But <laughs> right, no, right. Um, um, but we, we we were making pretty good time on the way back. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um. But not my fastest. I can't tell you for Statue of Limitations. You'll Lordy, learn what that is. Lordy, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but oh the coral show. We, yeah, the anywho. Was, we, so we went to the coral show, and coral shows are where a bunch of vendors bring different types of corals, whether it be new to the hobby, higher end, imports, aquaculture. Um, they bring all that they have, uh, whether it be frags or colonies, <clears throat> and people get to walk around and see... Um, kind of stuff that they haven't seen before and hopefully take a piece home or two or three or a lot a lot we brought two coolers home <laughs> we brought, two, we brought two i'm not coolers. gonna get into how much uh, <laughs> we spent but it was a lot for me especially uh, i found it found it interesting um the the sellers or the vendors there um they were more willing to wheel and deal with you being yeah. the fact that you were bringing it back for the store yeah um yeah. so they're, they're gonna give you better deals that you own a store. It is, yeah. Um, um, that was really cool to learn. Um, I did get told by Ethan to pipe down. One, I was getting a little excited uh, with wheeling and dealing, and I, I'm, I'm more into uh, um, as uh, Ed Bolian, a uh, YouTuber, Vin Wiki in uh, Atlanta. He says shrewd negotiator, and I'd like to think myself as a shrewd negotiator. Shrewd negotiator. Um, yeah. But I definitely should have uh, 
stayed in my lane for uh, <laughs> not knowing what I was dealing with. I uh, probably made myself sound like a fool, but uh, it's okay. it, it was it was definitely an eye-opening experience. It was good, and you got your first corals this weekend. Not my first. My first ah, ones that are hopefully going to stay gonna alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the ones that we're going to keep alive this time. Yeah. Um, That's right. I have. I got some hammers. I got a pretty cool. A hammer coral. A um, hammer coral. Uh, those are my favorite. My favorites. Really? The ones that move? LPS? Yeah, 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 cool, yeah. yeah. Cool, cool. I think LPS are moving. Uh, it's, um, what does LPS stand for? Uh, large polyp stony corals. Okay, so, I know there's like hard and soft corals. Yeah. And I've always um, heard that soft corals are the, the easiest to take care of. Easiest because you don't have to worry about any of the uh, skeleton building elements in your water column. Okay. So like calcium. L- calcium, magnesium, strontium. Um, See, I know a little bit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, we'll get more into that in future episodes. But um, yeah, he did He did really good for picking out his first corals. He got a, an anemone as well, a rock flower, um, which that it's one of the easier anemones to keep. They don't move around as much. Uh, easy to feed, easy to I've had anemones breed. before. Yeah, I know you've had anemones I, uh, before. My first anemone yeah. was... Uh, I got in trouble for that one. I got a Haitian anemone. Remember that? Ah, Condylactus Haiti. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't too. Um, no, no, you weren't no. too uh, hyped on that they're, one. They're they're cheap, and that's what got me. It was yeah, cheap. it's I'm, very very I, cheap. Um, for me, I can go drop. That's right. All my money I want on cars. Yep. And for you, can drop all your money you want on fish. That's right. That's right. Um, when I go and look at that, mm-hmm. and I've killed coral before, I looked yeah. at that and I was like, that dies. That's not. That's not a big and, investment. No, that's right, not that's at all. Right. That's you know. Uh, a cool thing gained in my aquarium, but a a, a, a small loss. Yeah, something was to happen. Uh, I had it in there for about a month, and uh, I was living in Atlanta at the time. Mm-hmm. Was I? I don't remember. It's been a while. Uh, yeah, because you sent me a picture, picture and I was it. like, "Why do you have that in your tank? <laughs> and, uh, what are I, you doing?" <laughs> I learned very fast. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh-huh, the uh-huh. they get big enough, and my clownfish they can sting my clownfish. Yeah, which are my babies, by the way. I've had my That's clownfish right. for a while. <laughs> I love those to death. Uh, they're car names. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've heard the names. No, what are uh, the names? Scuderia, which uh-huh. is Ferrari's like top of the line. Nice, and then. And um, Wysock, which is Porsche's uh, thing. Those are my two oh, big I brands, like Porsche like and Ferrari. Yeah. I've owned neither of those. Mm. But I am into German cars and Italian one cars. One day, one day, one day. I will. I'm, I worked big at Porsche. Moves. My dad's owned a Porsche, so that's pretty cool. But uh, as far as cars go, BMWs and Toyotas for me. Cool. Very and nice. And hopefully Nissan's very here soon. Hopefully. S14. Hopefully. I'm praying. And I'm what, praying. what Toyota do you have again? Uh, Which one? I have two. No, 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 both. Okay, so my... Uh, name your cars, name your cars. I'll name my tanks afterwards. Okay. Okay, I can do the same, too, with tanks. Yeah, yeah, and tanks. Um, so I guess I'll start oldest to newest. Mm-hmm. So my oldest is my most recent purchase. I have a uh, 1979 FJ40 Toyota Land Cruiser. Picked that up in Atlanta. Like I said, it's not that far of a drive. Um, but I am wanting to get rid of it. I got it for the summer. And my transfer case blew up on it, so I had to replace that, get a built one, I have a spare transmission, I have all this stuff. It's running and driving. I'm more into racing. I liked it. I think they're beautiful cars. That's actually one of your dream cars. It is. It's and my you've dream yet car. to ride in it or oh, drive, or drive it. it. I need to drive it. And I, t- I told oh. you before I get rid of it, you're more than welcome to come over and do that. Love that. Um, and then uh, I'm trying to get rid of it for a uh, S14 uh, Nissan 240. Um, to me. I'm more of an S13 hatch guy, the older ones with the pop-ups. That's just me because Adam Elsey, his cream one, but um, on YouTube, <laughs> look him up. Great guy. Um, I, hopefully that's going to work out. If not, I mean, it's always for sale. And then my uh, second oldest is my 
92 or 93 525 IBMW. I got E34. Uh, beautiful car. Um, <clears throat> I worked at a place in Atlanta when I was going to college out there, and um, we would buy old BMWs, whether they not be running, not be working, wrecked, whatever, and we'd take all the good parts off of it, and then we would uh, list them for sale so people could buy the parts. And my boss just wanted the oil pan off of those because the oil pan can go on a certain engine for a popular engine swap into an E30, which is a smaller car. More into that. That's more into the specifics. But either way, he just wanted the oil pan and the catalytic converters, were, oh, yeah. which are worth a lot of money, the catalytics. And um, he was just going to crush it and maybe strip some parts off of it. And I saw it, and I was like, i got to have that. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, luckily enough, he was kind enough to give me that one. So I have that one. I don't have an oil pan. don't have catalytic converters and a couple other things and it's actually at my house in Atlanta and I'm supposed to go pick it up this weekend hopefully and then my next oldest one is my 2001 uh, BMW Z3 M Sport package it's not an M Roadster sadly as much as I'd like it to be um, but it is a beautiful car and it's 5 speed um, of course FJ's five, uh, 4 speed but uh, it's a 5 speed and I've done a lot to that it was my first car I got um, I I uh, was looking for a Porsche Boxster at the time, and my uh, mother found that car for me, and she was, uh, <laughs> I was <laughs> privileged enough, if that's what you want to call it, to uh, receive my first car from my parents, so I, I was uh, very excited for that, and I found that BMW, and uh, it was out of my price range, and uh, I had a little bit saved up just so I could get a nicer car, and uh, my mom was like, well, if you really like it, I'll just buy it today, and uh, me being 14 and getting a first car thinking it was the hottest thing. I was like, I love it. I'll take it. So uh, <clears throat> I talked to some friends at school and ended up getting it. But I'm glad I still have that car. It still sits in my garage today, broken. <laughs> <laughs> um, BMW life. I have no running BMWs. Really great paperweight. <laughs> <laughs> Very expensive paperweight. As much money as I put into that thing. Uh, really having keeps it, that paper Having uh, slave cylinder issues. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, which is a pain in itself, dealing with the transmissions and uh, all that, the clutch pedal. And then my uh, newest car is a 2016 Forerunner XP. It's a beautiful car. Um, I call it my car. In reality, it's my father's. Not going to lie. Not going to lie. <clears throat> my uh, father, the company he works for, gives him a company car that he drives around. So he has no use for this. And they pay for all the gas in that car. So there's honestly no point in him driving the Forerunner. And uh, me being me, I have all broken and broken cars. Yeah. So... Uh, that's my daily, if you will. That's uh, what car enthusiasts call the car they drive the most and most frequent. It's called their daily driver daily. Daily. That's my daily. <clears throat> um, very fortunate to drive that around. I don't know how long I'll have it, though. Um, the the FJ runs. That's one of my... Those are my two running cars. Uh, running and driving, I guess, the, the Z3 runs. Um, it's the, um, the Z3, like I said, needs the slave cylinder, but the uh, FJ runs and drives fine. I've had a lot of issues with it, and I fixed it a lot, put a new transmission in, taking that transmission out, put a new one in, built a <laughs> transfer case in it, spent a lot of money on this freaking car, and uh, reality sank in that uh, why I do 
love the body and the looks of that car. You do too. I love it. Oh my gosh. It's slow as sin. I'm a race car driver. I need I something know. faster. It does 55. But it looks so nice. It does. And it's a beautiful example. So gorgeous. A lot of those cars have rust issues and it, the frame on it is solid. No but frame that rust. that one is just stunning. Like show car. It is so It great. is. It's very, it, it, it's not show car. Don't, don't toot my flute too much there. <laughs> um, it, it's, the outside looks great. It has yeah. some some surface rust, but the problem with that is is I can easily fix that or get it fixed. Uh, there's a great restoration shop that's offered to do it uh, down the road from me. But the problem is is I mean that's original paint. At that mm. point, once you once you take out that rust and you get it fixed, you then have to repaint the car, and that's fine. You can color match for that paint, but once you're gonna lay on that paint, it's just not the sun fading or the you know it's an old it's a 79 man yeah all that other paint's just not going to look the same to that no. and that just ruins the car for me and i'm just going to leave the rust it has story yeah it's used yeah. i love show adds cars character adds character that's, that's right. right patina that's right. patina mm, mm. no it's not patina it's, <laughs> it's rust um yeah so that's that's where i am at right at this moment hopefully i can trade the fj40 for that s14 very nice very nice um it's a little faster yeah a little bit it's got the imported uh sr20 fully built bbs lms on it bc cool lovers it's it's what i look for in a car and it's great too to match my bmw i love that i love great cars it's exactly what you want too like it's already yeah it's got the uh i was talking to you a little bit and it's just this is probably rocket science to you but it's got (laughs) you got the uh the generations i'm most familiar with the s chassis 240s you got the s13 which is i think the first generation don't quote me on that okay okay um i think so because you had the the anyways anyways so you have the s13 and then you have the s14 which are both legal s13 and 14 and then you have the sylvia's or whatever which is another branch off but you have the s13 and 14 in america sure the S15 is the most recent, but it is currently illegal to own in the United States. Mm. Now, to me, the S15, I love it. Yeah. But the S13 hatch, still my favorite. Yeah. But the S15 front end, perfect on it. Hmm. This this car, I'm looking at it. A gentleman owns it in Atlanta, and it's got the S15 front end on it. Oh, okay. And it looks gorgeous. You saw the pictures <laughs> of it today. I did. It's very pretty. It's very pretty. I Even am. to someone who is not very into cars and which, doesn't which, know what he's looking at. Which I love because you, you can look at look at pictures or cars that yeah. I own or have owned or want to own and you, you can appreciate it. Uh-huh. And it's the same with me with Coral. You want to look at the Bounce Mushroom? Is bounce it? Mushroom. Bounce oh Mushroom. That was gosh. gorgeous. We, so we, pretty. That, that vendor there had a beautiful Bounce Is, Mushroom. Uh, he had a few Bounce Mushrooms. What I was looking at to buy was called a Magic Carpet um, Hairy Mushroom, okay. which is an absolutely gorgeous the the reason two of them yeah two of them okay. uh he was going a little bit too expensive um which i learned because he he told you to make an offer and yeah. i made him an offer and they laughed at me because like again i was overstepping where i should have right, been that's but, fine that's fine but i thought you know who knows maybe if you shoot a low enough number then they'll bite you never know that's until, right that's you know right. you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take that's right so we um I shot him an offer, and you actually, when we walked away, told me that offer was appropriate. That's what you should have. That's been. what they should have been charging at the show for retail, for not retail for retail or for custom. Like no, um, no, no, not like, for not for wholesale. So like okay, so what you offered at the store or at the show was around half of what they were charging. It's a little bit more than half, but that's okay. Uh, at shows prior the 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 offer that you had made that was half of their price was usually what they sh- they were charging so you would have bought it for a little cheaper yeah and then you would have been able to you would probably bought some in bulk 
because yeah. that's how that's that's the that's how it works. I mean, yeah, you can't get mad about that no, as no. a uh, enthusiast that doesn't own a store. Or you yeah. buy in bulk, you get cheaper. I mean, that's true anywhere. Go to Costco. You know, you can buy a box of Cheez-Its for $4 at the store. <laughs> or you can buy a, box, can buy a of box of 80 of... Cheez-Its for $80 <laughs> at a dollar a box at that's the right. Costco. That's just how it works. You you buy more, you, you get better get prices. Better prices. That's but right. you as a, as a soon-to-be business owner, I'm just going to start saying business owner. Yeah, because at this, But I think, I think... Me as a business owner, I can get better deals because I can buy in bulk. And you're a business owner and you have to make money somehow. That's right. But also... Um, if you're going to a show as a hobbyist, you can also find good deals. And it, oh, what you taught me about? Yeah. What you can I? Uh, yeah, go yeah, for okay, it. Okay, sorry, for sorry it. to interrupt. I, no, I'm, no, I'm a talker. And I need we'll, to. We'll have a whole show about this in the future. Uh, going through a frag show or going through a, a, a choral event, um, and then he can talk about going to a car show. Yeah. Um, which we did do. We, we went did. for we went, went for a, lunch. Went to Ferrari, and you got to see Ferris Bueller's. Oh, car, I love that's my favorite movie. Is Ferris uh, Bueller's gorgeous day Ferrari? Oh. Uh, unfortunately, it's not the exact one or the one in the movie. It was a hard top, or the one in the movie was a convertible. convertible. But it's still that car in itself is beautiful it's it gorgeous multi-million dollar car i yeah. mean it was pristine not i mean it was garage kept and you gotta see an f40 which mm-hmm. is enzo ferrari's like pride and passion yeah that was his baby as my clown for my babies <laughs> you gotta see that and you gotta see a, a la ferrari or the ferrari as yeah. um uh, some of the uh top gear guys are um like to call it james may and all them but um <laughs> the ferrari the ferrari um you got to see a lot of cool cars. You I gotta, did. You got to see uh, from your. I think you don't understand how how rare some of these cars are. You got to see. I don't. See. I don't. And Just I like you don't good. understand how some of the how rare some of the corals are. Ax- absolutely. Um, but back into the corals. Yes, so we've yes, been yes. talking about cars for way too long. No, here. you're good. You're good. I, I always trail off and can't keep a focused <laughs> mindset here. And that's why I'm here. <laughs> yeah, keep me in keep me intact here. Um, we got to. What we wanted to do is you wanted to wake up early, be waiting yes. in line, and be the first in. Yeah. My schedule's... We didn't do that. We didn't do that. My <laughs> schedule's a little whack. We were like 30 minutes late, but luckily it was it's not okay. that crowded. Not that bad. Not um, that so bad. what you want to do when you first get there mm-hmm. is if you, you have a list or something that you want or you think would... That's right. That's so, hard to find. You want the rare items to yeah. go in there and you want to buy those straight up because those are somewhere you can't find and they aren't usually going to wheel and deal on the rare pieces. Exactly. So you want to go in first and foremost and you want to you want to find what you want to start you want to make a round. You want to make a round so you work around the tent. It was and in a tent. At, yeah, it was in a tent outside which was, you know, covid or whatever, but um, It was still great because it was still awesome. at the very end they were able to dump the water Yeah, just on, like right on, outside. Right outside. It was yeah. instead of walking through a trade center with 5 gallon buckets of buckets water. Buckets of water, yeah. Which sucks in itself. Agreed. Um but no, you you make a you make a trip around and you see what everybody's got and you see their prices, ask them a few questions. Really put yourself out there as make an impression. You know, you're not just standing back and looking at stuff. You are talking to them. You're being interactive. You are you are making an impression not of as just a hobbyist, but as a person. Because then when you come back, they remember you. They remember what you were mm-hmm. looking at. They're like, oh, maybe I can do a deal. You have the best bet that way. 
But uh, you make a round, you ask them the prices on the stuff that you know you want. So say, uh, like I was saying, talking about the magic carpet mushroom, say three vendors at the show have a magic carpet mushroom. You want to find the best price, because if you see one right. at the first booth, they could have the higher price. Exactly, exactly. But it could be better quality, more it, to that. You're right, you're right. So you, you don't want to immediately buy the first piece that you see. That's like when you're going car shopping, you don't want to buy the first car you see. That's exactly okay. right, that's exactly right. So you go you go around the, the show, and you go to each vendor, and you see what they have, you see what their prices are, and then you come back. You always come back. <laughs> um, once you've talked to them, once you, you know that they have the better price, uh, in the beginning of the show, you buy the pieces that you know are not going to be there. So say uh, it's either a Rasta torch or a Dragon Soul torch or even... Um, Oh darn! Holy Grail torch, which is oh, one I'm looking I, for. I got to oh, see one of those. I know I you did. See one of those. I've never seen one in person, and he got to see one. The the, the not the Indo, coral guy. Indonesian. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know a little bit. You're calling me the not coral guy, but I I know more than the novice. You called me you're a right, novice. Right. I take offense to that. I am a novice at cars. So. But 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 but, you're just now okay. getting into cars. You're right. You're I right, I had right. gotten into aquarium keeping, including salt water. You're right kind of early i mean it's in my my family blood my father it's in your blood it's in my blood you it is i know i know greg 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 greg, greg. my uncle and my father mm-hmm. both had reef tanks yeah and they lived together and i learned a lot from my uncle yeah not a lot of good stuff no <laughs> uh but no i'll give him some credit we me and my uncle have a really good relationship and we we like to uh uh, chirp each other back and forth if that's what you want to call it make fun of yes. each other it's a love-hate relationship not a lot of hate just a lot of love and messing just a around lot of love. he's a great guy um he taught me a lot mm-hmm. and i learned a lot from him um but that's actually how i met you yeah. i think that's something we need to get into we the should, second we episode need to, well yeah we we need to talk about it um but i i yeah, back we need to, we back need to, to talk about it. But that's that's me branching off again. So that's back, okay. That's okay. Back to the uh, um, the coral show, and you're walking around and you're finding the coral pieces yes, that yes. are hard to find mm-hmm. that you need and you know you want and, and you, you want to buy them. Want. But yes. you want to make sure yeah. that other vendors don't have them at a cheaper price or at a better quality. Exactly. So okay. You want you want to find the best quality for the best price, and whether you're giving up a bigger piece for a smaller piece that is way 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 more expensive, right? Um, or otherwise, you you just want to make sure that they're good quality. And look at the tanks because like we we saw one vendor at the show that had the little Asterina starfish, which are a uh, coral pest. eating. It's a pest. Yeah. Uh, they eat. Uh, and the simple fix for that I've learned is harlequin. Harlequin shrimp. That's shrimps. right. That's right. And we'll talk about that in the future. That'll be a great episode. Pest- I need a Harlequin something. <laughs> <laughs> Pest control. Um, but yes, no, uh, and I'll, I think I'm going to stop there as far as coral shows go because uh, I would like to talk, that would be a great episode for us to talk about car shows, coral shows. Shows. Um, and just yeah, shows. Just shows in general. That would be the great title, yeah, shows. I think so, I think so. Um, but I think this is a good episode to talk about how we met because we, this okay. is the first time that they've met us, this is the first time that they have Great. Um, that's that, that's. I agree. Agree. Looked that's... into our our personalities and our lives. Yeah, my so. personality is very loud and upfront. I like to be in charge. <laughs> I, I yeah. try to dial it back, especially because I think it's a two two host podcast. Yeah, I think it's, yeah. It's fair to let Ethan talk a little more. That's right. And I'm I'm a very uh, chill, laid back kind of person. Until you um, get to meet. Until you get to know me, and then, and then you I open am... up, and that's you're right. More you're to right. our relationship. That's that's exactly more right. More to our relationship uh-huh. as friends. Um, so how did we meet, Matthew? How did we meet? Uh, I talked a little bit earlier about my uncle Greg. Uh-huh. Great guy, he is. Love Greg. 
Love Greg. You Met used Greg to first. not to. I did I, not like Greg. <laughs> I, I, uh, Greg has a son that's a uh, week older than me and has Down syndrome. So that's not why I don't like no, him. No, 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 no. You gotta love Cameron. He's my, cousin. my favorite. Yeah, you gotta love him, but you gotta realize he has a lot on his plate. And, that's right. Um, and the twins. And the twins. Oh, they are just about to turn thirteen here. Yeah. So. Um, with... to, or no, no, no. Sorry. 14. They're about to enter high school, about wow. to be freshmen. That's that's hard for me as being the older cousin. But anyways, um, he's got a lot of children, a lot to deal with. Yeah, with teenage twins and a Down special syndrome. needs. Yeah, special needs older. Um, but yeah. but aquarium keeping, saltwater. He has yeah. a lot of aquariums in his house. You've seen. We've he been does, over there and yes. checked him out. That's his peace of mind. Like mm-hmm. people like to go out and garden. Some people like to do yoga. Yeah. His is fish keeping. And coral. that's why I'm he doesn't still in keep business. coral. He yeah. doesn't because my <laughs> uncle. Yeah, um, that's one way. Um, but um, so my uncle, I I um, I had worked at. I mentioned previously I worked at a place here in Chattanooga. My boss still goes in there, and I talked a little bit about aquariums with my boss, and I got kind of interested into it. And then my uncle's always had them, and my dad's always had them, and I was like, you know, something about having to me it's living artwork that's right that's, that's right. what i think it is aquascaping that's what yes. i like enjoy doing and there's plenty of different facets to the hobby but i completely agree every tank that i own it's like looking li- looking into a miniaturized ocean like its own world a piece of nature that's a piece exactly of nature right. and i'm really i um i like to go out yeah. and look at you know animals really big into animals and nature and all that so it's, it's cool so i wanted to do it so um my dad's been out of the hobby for a while, um, so my dad, I asked him a little question, you know, a little bit, and he was like, you know, you just need to go ask your uncle. That's my way. Of, my dad's, <laughs> my dad's a uh, a pretty great guy. He's but he's very straight to the point. He doesn't like to talk for a long time, um, but I love my dad to death. He was like, go talk to your uncle. So my uncle's like <laughs> me, can't shut up for five minutes, no, <laughs> um, and loves to talk a lot. And uh, Ethan had known of my uncle before. I did uh, I... because my uncle. I, I kind of had to explain. My uncle will, will call me or Ethan or whoever because uh, Ethan and Greg are also very tight. Oh, yeah. And Greg's like me. He just won't shut up. But I love my uncle again. Sorry, Greg, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it was frustrating because he had Cameron with him, and Cameron's, like, jerking around. And Cameron Cameron likes Nemo. I mean, yeah. it's who Disney. Doesn't? I mean, yeah. who doesn't, right? That's great, but... You, you got to keep in mind he has the mind of like a five or six year old. That's so right. he That's sees right. Nemo and he's like, "Dad, look! Dad, look! Dad, look!" And Ethan and um, Greg's in the fish store trying to talk, and then Greg again is like, "Man, just won't shut up." Yeah. So Ethan's like, "You know, I got a bunch of customers here, and I got a bunch, and it's a distracting factor. Greg it's, is a distracting factor, but a good distracting factor. He's at that. he's a great distracting factor, and I love talking to him. But the the problem is, is that when you're you have to. Balance it out. Balance it out. Yes, as 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 a owner of a hobby shop, especially everybody wants to talk. Everybody wants to be your best friend. And honestly, my customers are some of my best friends in the whole t- whole world. Hi, my name Hi. is Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. But yeah, no, uh, they're they're some of my best friends. But you have to kind of balance that with trying to help people as well and, and be, be professional. Efficient. That's because right. We that's we right. talked a little bit about that last night. We'll we'll get into more of that again. Veering off. Yeah. Anyways. So I had uh, wanted a piece of nature in my in my room, and uh, my uncle was like, "Set up a tank, Alan. Great start, cheap." I worked all day at my boss's shop. Right. I had worked overtime. I was there until like ten, and my check I knew was going to be pretty big because I used to live check to check. 
mm. just enough to get me to high school and back, and maybe a little food or you know a shirt here and there, just enough yeah. to what I needed, and to pay for my, all my car insurance. That's a big thing. Yeah. Um, especially my BMW takes expensive gas. I was driving the BMW at the time, mm. working at the German car repair shop. So um, I was ready. So we got he had a tank, had the tank set up. Um, and we got everything, and he was like, "Why don't we go to a fish store?" and get clownfish we just set up the tank keep that in mind like this is the same day we set up the tank yeah and he was like um i think i can't remember what filter i had i think i had a i had the i think i saw the same filter on the 10 gallon oh really yeah the oh, one okay. where my clownfish yeah just out, to hang on back. Cool. yeah so anyways so we go in there and i picked out the Two for twenty, I think, whatever the clownfish were at the time. Yeah. It's pre-COVID prices. That's, yeah, that's that's a long they're, time ago. They were tank oh raised. They were yeah, tank, tank raised, raised clowns. Tank raised Aussies, so they're cheaper that way. Yeah. Um, I got two of them. Put them in the same day I set up the tank. Mm-hmm. Uh, three days later, dead. Dead. <laughs> so I, I come in, tell my uncle that, and he's like, "Bring it back to the fish store and bring some water because they're gonna." They're going to refund you for those fish, and make sure you bring the water to make sure they know the water's good. Yeah, thanks, Petco PetSmart. Yeah, <laughs> and so I, I bring in the water sample, and I'm like, I don't know what happened to my fish. They're dead. Blah, blah, blah. I'm getting into the hobby. Blah, blah, blah. I can't. And, of course, he talked to the most charismatic, wonderful fish store owner that there is, uh, me. And he was <laughs> like, I cannot refund you. That's Petco PetSmart Sun Pet. It is. So, so um to give back background to this um if you if you buy a dog and it dies three days in you don't get a refund on the dog if you buy a uh a cat and it dies three days in you don't you don't get but a... that's the complete opposite for cars oh you, oh well yeah n- new new yeah, that is new cars um so if you buy a new car and it's got a warranty but i mean bring it in and get it fixed but that's uh, right if something if the same thing let's say you buy a brand new car mm-hmm. and it breaks down the same way let's say just for just for sake of transmission fails yes. same part of the transmission fails three times there's a law actually set up for that called the lemon law and that dealer or that company depending on who but anyways that car has to be purchased back yeah and you get a full refund for what you paid for that car back. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So keep that in mind. That's yeah. that's a pretty interesting. So, but, but you don't get a refund. No, no, no. And that. And I was expecting a refund. And you were expecting a refund. But to explain what we do, if it is our fault, we give a refund. But which any business should. Any business should. Yes, you're but right. But it was not your fault. It was mine. That's right. Because, because you need to cycling. cycle a tank. That is right. And, and I, we'll talk about that. And that is a hard <laughs> lesson to learn. It is. It is. But now I know. Yep. Cycle your tank. Cycle your tank. And before you put anything in there. The sand and live thing. rock. Sand, live rock. Make sure yep. your water's Bacteria. at um, 0.025. That's right. That's right the around there. Yep. Right around there. Mm-hmm. You, you can vary. Some people vary. That's still... Some people keep 0.20. Point, yeah, but, but it's just... 0.25 is an easy medium. It is. It's easy to control. Mm-hmm. Um, but I learned that. And he was like, well, I'll tell you what. Let me give you the unkillable fish. <laughs> Which was great. Not no. That's great. And I said, give. You yep. actually gave me that fish. That came out of your paycheck. You it paid did. for that fish for me. Yep. Me being, I think I was like 16, 17 at the time. First time I met you. First time yeah. you met me, and Ethan was like, let me buy this fish for you, and it will not die. It was a three-striped damsel. Yep. It did not die. It did not die. They I had the tank <laughs> cycled, mm-hmm. and then I, now, whenever I go, or would go at mm-hmm. the time, I still go. Yeah, you still go. Um, 
I don't know. I said wife, but you know what I'm saying. Because yeah. now it's a little different now that we we become closer. Friends. I, I, yeah. I can. I just go in there to talk. But yeah. Anyways, so I go in and he gives me that damsel for free, and I'm like, thank you. I put it in there. It doesn't die. My tank gets cycled. Everything's good. It's the small things that are important. You giving me that fish, mm-hmm. I now, or then, still now, never bought from another store. Never That's right. did. That's right. I would only go back and buy anything. Even if it was fish food, I would only buy from you. That's right. And and when I say you, there's other people in the store. Great group of people you work with. Agreed. I've met uh, most of them. Most of them. <laughs> you know, people are going to college. It's a younger yeah. crowd, so you have people leaving and coming a lot. But I'm in there a lot, and I'm getting to meet a lot of people. Yeah. And uh, great people you work with. Yeah. Awesome people. Um, with that being said, Ethan gave me that damsel. I would not buy from anyone else yeah. people would be like can i help you and i'd be like no ethan, ethan. <laughs> that's right that's right and i think i think what i treat every customer with first of all the respect that they deserve but everyone reser- deserves respect no matter what that's right to start and, off with you can yes. you can lose respect from a person but you should always start with the right to respect. And that's the right thing to do, in that's my opinion. That's exactly right. You don't need to judge. No, no, you don't. Yeah. You don't judge on appearance. You don't judge on um, what they keep. You don't judge on anything. You just respect them as a human being who is trying to be successful in the hobby that I love. And that is my biggest thing. That's why I'm buying a fish store. That's why I'm in this at all, <clears throat> is that I love this hobby and i want people to be as successful and as happy with it as me or more so because it is so peaceful and so rewarding and i just want everyone to have that little piece of nature inside of their house that they enjoy and everybody else enjoys yeah that's yeah that's great but uh ethan with that small act of kindness or whatever (laughs) you want to call it i'm a good then won my respect (laughs) forever yeah, that's right. Um, and I wouldn't talk or go to any store, like I said earlier. Um, Ethan was the only one I would go to and buy from, and I was a forever customer at that point. There you go. And uh, Ethan would come over, and well, more into how we met. That's how we met. Yeah, that's how we met. How did we become friends, though? Ooh, um, that, that's a little personal. <laughs> There's a little bit of a personal bit. Oh. Ah, uh, gotcha. Um, we probably shouldn't get into that. Yeah, keep fine, our Keep our... Personal lives kind of simpering sure, on the sure, internet, sure, sure. but we can we can dip into it a little bit. Um, I would just go in there a lot and talk, and then um, uh, my uncle, you know, I go in there with my uncle, whatever. And Ethan, just like, hey Ethan, hey Ethan, and then eventually I was like, hey, if I have questions and you're not at the store, can I Facebook message you? Can I Snapchat yeah. you? Can I get your phone number or whatever? Which you like, you like giving uh, your customers ways to reach you because that shows you that that you care about them. That's that's yeah. when I asked out, we're, we're younger, we're about the same age, you're yeah. a year older than me, but I was like, Snapchat, that's how we talk. Sure. That's how we first met. I was like, do you have a Snapchat where I can Snapchat you and get my questions answered? So professional. But so yes, professional. Yeah. But no, no, I, I think that that is actually professional without you being sarcastic because yeah. you're relating to the younger crowd. Mm. That's how we would talk at the time because I didn't know whether to ask you for your phone number right, or your Facebook because right. some people want to keep their Facebook private. And some people don't want customers having their phone numbers. Phone numbers, yeah. And Snapchat's yeah. a great way where if I annoyed you or you, you, you know, that's a great way for us to communicate in yeah. our 
age gap yeah. in our age range. That's and, a great way for us to, uh, you know. And that way, and I can ask, send you pictures, right, 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 or I can message you. And that or way, chat if you, you asked a stupid question, I could view it and then not respond. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you would always. There's no stupid questions. I think, I especially agree, with people, I agree. with people learning, I completely you're, you're agree. You, you're great with people learning. You're, you're teaching me still to this day. Um, <laughs> but I got a Snapchat. And then um, I started getting into it, and I have a bunch of car friends over. Right, right, right. And they're coming up to my room. You know, I'm like, dude, I got this new hobby. And they're like, cars? I'm like, no. Yes, but no. <laughs> uh, aquarium. Yeah. And um, I was like, here, here's my aquarium. I, uh, they're like, cool, it's pretty cool. You know, some are like, oh, dude, that's cool. And they brush it off, which is to each their own. Some people like aquariums and cars, and some people don't like aquariums and cars. And to us, that's like, how can you not? How can you not? Um, right. But but that's to each of their own. But some of my friends were like, whoa, that's cool. Yeah. And um, I have one of my good friends, Clayton. He's he was really into it. Mm-hmm. He was like, I have an apartment downtown. I wanna I wanna get a, a fish tank for my that's apartment. Right. And I was like, you know, um, let me let me walk walk you through so much to what I know, and then let me introduce you to someone. Mm. So I, I got it. I told him, you know, we went to, uh, it was dollar a gallon at Petco. That's all Petco is right, good for, dollar a right, gallon. Dollar per gallon. <laughs> uh, and we bought him a 20 gallon. Um, it's actually on the stand, and we, we took it off the stand. <laughs> got it for a dollar a gallon. <laughs> Sorry, Petco, if you're listening. Oh, Lordy. Um, and I was like, I, I'm, I'm a fan of, you, you, you like sumps. I do. I like to hang on back filters. They're yeah, noisy. It's, it's just easy, you know. Hang, hang you think on back sump, filters. You think no, some I think easy. hang on back filters are easy and cheaper. And you cheap. have to keep in mind we're spending all of our money on cars, That's and right. to spend all of our money on fish is not heard of. Yeah, so we get on hang on. Budget. We get a great hang on back filter. Um, I'm like, this is you need live sand. Yeah, here's some live sand. It doesn't really matter. Live sand's live sand. Yeah. Uh, what? what, what that's stretched. There's there's a lot of difference, but again, I, I think, think Carabsy is yes, the one I used. I like Carabsy, and it did great, uh-huh. and I knew that, and I was like, Carabsy's great. Mm-hmm. So we got Carabsy, and we got salt, and he, I was like, Do you want to keep coral? Yeah, and he was like, Yeah, eventually, but right now, I think fish are good. Fish are good. Yeah, and I was like, Okay, then you don't really necessarily need reef salt. You just no. need a regular saltwater aquarium salt. Right, right. And uh, we, we got some good salt. I forget what we got, but it doesn't matter. And we got everything he needed in the heaters and the lights, and we got it set up in his room. And uh, I was like, I need you to... He was like, I'm ready for fish. <clears throat> I was like, me too, man. That's great. <laughs> we got you a tank set up. But do I have something to tell you? Ooh. <laughs> do not put fish... <laughs> In a freshly set up tank, a new tank set up. Cycle, cycle, cycle. So That's I, right. I told him, I said, I spent 20 bucks on clownfish and mm-hmm. dead. Yeah. Three days. I said, do you want that to happen? No, I don't no. want that to happen. I said, okay, we're going to set it up. I said, don't turn on the lights. It helps. Trust me. Just leave it in the dark. Let the filter run with mm. the sand. I said, we can go to the fish store today and we can get you something. And he was like, well, what is that? And I was like, rock. <laughs> I said, rock, they're selling aquarium stones for $5 a bag. I was like, no, live, live rock. rock. That's right. Uh, it's great. And so we went to the store, and I said, I needed to introduce you to someone. Like I said before, this is Ethan. He's soon to be the owner of the fish store. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, he helps me with everything. I said, if I told him, I said, do not let. I said, I think it's fair. I said, Ethan knows the best in my opinion, and I've only gotten my opinions from Ethan. Everything I've learned yeah. is from Ethan. I said, and my fish are still alive. So I said, talk to Ethan. Um, there's great people in the aquarium hobby. I not, agree. not, not, not to, downing. Yeah, not to uh, 
put all, everybody else under the bus but, and put but, me on a pedestal. But by me, by you, what you the act of yes. service you did to me, I, I passed it on to Clayton. I was like, only right. talk to Ethan. Yeah. I was like, Ethan's the person I've had the best luck with, and it's and Clayton agreed with me, and yeah. you and walked him through. And we cycled yes, it. We, we got did. the live rock that day. Everything went well, and he um, he got it cycled, and he got into the aquarium hobby. At one point, he had three aquariums in his apartment, one bedroom apartment. And, Golly. Um, it was it was great. Yeah. Um, it worked out in a while. Now he's uh, I'm not trying to get too much into his personal life because that's not fair. He's not here to talk about it, but uh. He, uh, unfortunately, is having to break down, and all he has left is that same aquarium, the first aquarium we right. set up, and he's trying to get rid of it. If you know anyone, call Fish Mania, ask for Ethan, and uh, he will direct you in the I'll way I'll direct of, you in the, yep. the right direction of where to get that aquarium, yeah. um, but uh, unfortunately, he's going to have to get rid of it, but he, being a car person, mm-hmm. got into the aquarium hobby, and I showed him, and... Yeah, and Matthew's brought a lot of people in over over the last few years. Uh, all of his car friends that that also keep fish. Um, it's it's very funny to me that people that are into cars and bikes and boats and stuff like that also are very much into fish. And me, decks. all three worked at a yeah, marina, yeah. owned a motorcycle, right. and I'm a man, a man of many, many talents. talents. That's right. That's yes, right. Yes, thank you, Ethan. I am a, I'm a one trick pony. I uh, fish. <laughs> Um, well, you're learning how to fish. I'm teaching you how to fish. You're right. He taught me how to fly fish, that's which a big is thing super, super cool. That's, yeah. that's that's my zen. Yes. I talk, we talked a little bit earlier about zen. Yeah. Um, aquarium's great, and I love aquarium. That's a good zen for me. Uh-huh. And driving's a great zen. Um, but to me, I like to go fishing. Mm, mm. Fly fishing especially because I think it's the most work you do, and I think it's the most rewarding, and I think it's a great fight Yeah. the fish. And I, I think that's great as well. I think everybody's kind of got that. And I think, I think that would kind of lead into how I really – Got into the aquarium hobby because I was yeah. fishing all the time, mm-hmm. and uh, you, these creatures you're you're taking out of the water, whether that be you consuming them, eating them, or releasing them back. Either way, you still they're still beautiful. I mean, you kind of build this appreciation for them. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I was like, I want some of these to look at, right? And that that kind of coincides with it. Yeah, I think. I, I think it does too. Well, and like when I was a kid, um, just to get into how I got into fish, and then we can get into how you got into car cars because okay. we already got into how you got into fish. Um, when I was a kid, I would, uh, go down to the creek as, as many would and, and catch stuff. In the woods. And this is before cell phones. We're in that. Yes. We're at that very last age group where we didn't have cell phones when as When we were a kid. No. Yeah. This, this is the last, uh, group of, what is it? Uh, generation. Sorry. That's yeah, the word I'm looking We are that... the last generation that did not have cell phones as kids. Yeah. So we, we would go out in the woods and play. Yeah. Get dirty. Build forts, <laughs> play with sticks, yep, ride yep, bikes, yep. the the little things. But what we chose to do as as um, we we live in an area in Tennessee, um, just a, a fun fact: Tennessee is the most aquatic diverse um, state in the United States of America. And you might I don't think, know that. yeah, that's very very cool. Uh, it, it, you may think we Florida, also have the you may uh, think... largest freshwater aquarium. Yeah, that's also which right. I visited last week, and that is actually why we have the largest freshwater aquarium because we have the largest conservation efforts because we have the largest uh, aquatic diversity. Okay. So when we look at uh, Florida, because most people are going to say, "Well, Florida has so many fish." There's the Everglades and Okefenokee yeah. swamps, yeah. and yeah, but most of their aquatic diversity comes from um, uh, species that are introduced. What what is that called? Invasive. Invasive. Invasive species. So um, the actual local um, diversity is not very high. It's all stuff that's been introduced through 
well, the aquarium trade and other sources, and but lionfish and lionfish. Lion They're fish. too big for my ten gallon tank. I didn't think it'd get this. No, big. better just chuck it out the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, which that, is a shame. Don't do that. No, don't do that. If, you, that, if your fish gets good. too big for your tank, or take it to the fish store, or kill it. Either way, don't kill it. You I can't would. Say that. I would rather somebody put a fish to sleep than put it in a creek outside. No, I'm saying, but if you can't, you can't afford, or you yeah. can't. It's getting too big. Mm-hmm. You can take it to a fish store. You though. definitely can. I uh, like. But we'll that... take in Oscars. We'll take in uh, big uh, catfish. Yeah. We take anything Os- that um, placos. You take in big placos. That's right. We have one right now that was in a twenty-gallon tank, and he is two feet long. He is as long as the tank that he grew up in. Which is a shame. That is a shame. Placos that is get not big. Good. Don't get placos. And that's the biggest myth in the hobby is that fish grow to the size of the tank. I can I can definitely yeah. tell you that is not that true. Is not true. Uh, my my clownfish they 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 are just two clownfish yes. before the tang police get on to me. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, just two clownfish. Just yeah. two clownfish in my ten gallon. Um, I had them in a fifty five. Right. And I got a, a, a I had two friends up in Atlanta and they bought me two clownfish. Two more clownfish, and you can't put them in. No. That was the plan, and I called you before I did that, and you are like, nope, <laughs> don't do that. So luckily I had an extra tank set up. I set up an extra tank that was yeah. already cycled. It was my quarantine tank, uh, which is another thing to get into. And I put them in the yeah. quarantine tank, and they lived there. Um, and then my black clownfish lived in the big one. And then when I moved back here, That's right. they stayed there in there, and my aunt that I lived with in Atlanta took care of them for the longest. And uh, I was like, you know, those clown- those black clownfish, I've had them the longest. I, yeah. I need those. So I brought them back here and put them in a 10-gallon. And recently, when we went to that coral show we mm-hmm. talked about, tell them what we did. We I had the 55, and I finally... Oh, yeah, he... Uh, we broke down the tank. We broke down the tank, uh, and we moved it back. We did not move the tank, though. We, we took the rock... Because my friend that lives with my aunt is wanting yeah, a... Yeah, he's going to do crayfish. Crayfish, which, um, is, which is... Some yeah. people are into that. Uh, I think the ones at your store caught his attention. That's another yes. thing. I brought my friends, my car friends. He's a car guy into your store, and he saw that, and he's always seen my fish, and he's like, "Holy crap, I want that!" <laughs> and now right. he's got That's my right. tank. It's actually Greg's, my uncle's, but um, he's gonna use it for now. Greg has no immediate use for the the tank at the time. Yeah. Um, he's gonna use it, but you you offered up a seventy two bow front. Yeah, seventy two bow front. Um, just as an upgrade, I think that bow fronts are. To each their own before you get yeah, into this. Yeah, to each their own. I'm not a friend of, fan of bow fronts, I am, personally. I am not either. But this bow but front, it's, lo- it's, it's gorgeous. A good, it's a good bow front. So I use black live sand in it, which yes. is different. I've always Very. used the white or whatever you want to call well, it. Most people do, yeah, because it's more natural. But, but I, black... wanted, I wanted to try something different. I yes. think I think I'm I'm setting that up for coral. Uh-huh. And I think it'll make it pop. Pop exactly, mm-hmm. and you won't see algae as much. I mean, it's just—I mean, it's different. You're, you're, so, you're right. So we we brought it back and we set it up. Oh my gosh, that was a long night. That was we, a very long. We drove night. back. We didn't. We didn't. You slept on my couch in my room at like <laughs> four a.m. Yeah, it was. It was all set up by four a.m. And we had to take the corals to the shop that we oh we purchased at that and set them up there and. He, Ethan was running on uh, a low fuse at that point. Very, very much so. Yeah. Um, but we, uh, but I brought my friends in. They brought that. We brought back the tank. We bought back uh, Selfen, mm-hmm. Mandarin Gobi, my two gift fish, my two Aussies. That's right. Actually, one's an oscillator, one's a percula. Mm. I was looking at him today, and oh. I, I think the the um, the deformed one, if you want to yeah. call it deformed, it's like Miss Barr. Yeah. Uh, the different looking one is a percula. Percula clown. Uh, okay. And I think that because of the face. Hey. I think it's a little more pointy than round. And we'll talk about the difference in the future, but I'll... Uh, 
Does that make? It I'll a have curriculum? to go see. Nah, it's uh, it's an extra dorsal spine, but we'll we'll look at that. Oh. Yeah, so you can count them. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Some some fish just and, look and, meaner and, than and, others. And it's the uh, um, black stripe, right? And there's something to do with the striping on the uh, perculin ocellaris. Sometimes the perculus will have darker color, but most of the time you can tell okay. by an extra dorsal spine. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's great. But um, the the two clowns, the elephant, the mandarin goby, mm-hmm. and my pygmy, we're having issues with the pygmy. Yeah, we don't know. I where got it the is. pygmy um oh. with the black clownfish. I got them. Oh, cool. Uh, years ago, with my so clownfish. He's, he's an OG. Yeah, he's one of my first fish besides the clownfish I killed. <laughs> um, I got him. I got a great deal on him, and you're still mad at me to this day for I'm how good of a deal. Uh, he That's had the, okay. he had everything listed online. He had a protein skimmer, a filter, uh, like seventy pounds of live raw, uh, like twenty five thirty pounds of sand, the two clownfish. A uh, bunch of uh, snails and crabs, bunch of everything you would need. Basically, everything you would need besides the tank. The tank, yeah. For yeah. I think it was like three hundred dollars, four hundred dollars, which is a good deal. Yeah, that's a great deal. So for I was just looking for fish, mm-hmm. and my uncle was looking at him, and he saw him on Facebook. He's like, "Hey, message the dude and just see if he will take the these fish are gorgeous. See if he'll take." Yeah. 50 for all three, which there is a good go. deal. That's a great deal, yeah. So I messaged him, and I was like, will you take 50 for all three? Mm-hmm. He was located in Knoxville, which is an hour north. Right. And uh, Duke says, yeah. He's like, yeah, I'll take 50. Um, do you want me to come take them to you? Yeah. Which is even better, because then I don't have to drive then to Knoxville. Then you don't have to go there. <laughs> exactly. And uh, I, I was like, yeah, that's great. I'll take that. And I was like, are you willing to sell you know, some of the other stuff? Maybe bring me a couple of live right. rocks that I can pay for. And he goes... Oh, uh, what do you have? And I was like, I'm just getting into it. I had uh, I got a 29 gallon from my uncle, and um, I was like, I'm just getting into it. I have a 10 gallon and a 29 gallon. I'm just getting into it. And he goes, Let me help you out in the aquarium trade. He goes, Everything goes protein skimmer, refractometer, live rock sand, all the fish for 50 bucks, the original price. Oh my god! And not only was it 50 bucks, he took it to me an hour south. Wow. At my house with all the five gallon buckets. Yeah. And left it with me. And the, the original deal was I was like, going to pay 50 up front. Yeah. Uh, for him to get gas to come down here. I think that's more than fair. And he was going to go see his brother that lived somewhere else. I don't know where. Right. And uh, he was just going to take it on the way down and go visit his brother. Mm-hmm. And so I get down there and he was like, Yeah, I'm going to go fishing with my brother, but I'm mm-hmm. not really into fishing and I don't have a lot of gear. And I was like, Lucky for you. My dad's a big fisherman. I'm a big fisherman. Right. Let me so tell you, you had the gear. Had the gear. I gave him like five or six lures. Mm. I think I had an extra reel and a, um, a pole. And I was like, "You're just giving me such a good deal. I think it's safe for me to pay you this for." And I mean, I probably gave him honestly thirty bucks in gear. Wow. Um, I think that was more than fair, and that's just me paying it for it. He was helping me out in the hobby. I was going to help him out in his in hobby, his and what, hobby. He, what he was yeah. wanting to get to closer with his brother with. And I was like, "Just take it, man. Don't worry about it." And he goes, "All right. I think that's a fair trade. Don't pay me anymore." Uh, if you have any questions about fish keeping, call me. And I was like, psych boy, I can call Ethan. <laughs> uh, but no, no, no. I, I was, we were super nice. I was like, okay, thanks. Yeah. And he left with the fishing stuff, and I, I stayed with all that. Anyways, back to where we're getting. The pygmy angel. Sure. We moved him in. This was two, three days ago. Three days ago. Three mm-hmm. days ago, mm-hmm. and I have not seen the pygmy angel, so we are going to have uh, to do a search party yeah. here soon and see if he can come up. He's one of the OG fish that came in with my two Ocellaris clowns, which are still alive right. and beautiful and soon to be breeding. 
Can't wait. Oh, man, those are going to be... Can't wait. And you know what's going to happen with those little fry. Yeah. Uh, man, I can't wait to see them grow up. I'm excited. Um, but, yeah, no. Stuff happens when you move. Every time you move an aquarium, you should expect something to happen. And we thought it was going to be the sailfin. Yeah, the sailfin was looking rough. rough. No, I think he the, was not I think happy. The, the roughest looking one, honestly. It's the mandarin. Mandarin. Yeah, mandarin. But he's out and like... about. I saw him today. He's looking Good. great. Uh, very colorful. He... Because he? he's got the long dorsal. Long dorsal. I've got one here. His name is... But you do the green spotted, right? No, no. No, I've you got, do have I've got the regular. Yeah. Oh, you do have a name? Um, I thought you had a green spotted. No, he is... Uh, his name is Darren. My man, Darren. Um, <laughs> Anywho. Um, but he is a tank-raised Mandarin. So um, he came from Sustainable Aquatics up above Knoxville. Um, they haven't bred any since then. If they have... I have not seen them, um, but they have not um, uh, bred any since. I got this one because uh, Mandarin is one of my favorite fish. And what, me too. Everyone's favorite fish. They're I colorful. Mean, That's they what, are so gorgeous. I think they're on they the package on. of the, the um, Carib Sea Sand. Yes. And, and everyone's most, like, I want this fish. That's right. And most people, most companies put that fish on their products because it's colorful. It's so I grab her gorgeous they're called psychedelic mandarins blue mandarins green mandarins um but they are eye candy yeah they're eye candy okay they are gorgeous um but my my favorite fish but they're the hardest fish to feed get to eat whatever because they only eat copepods in the wild for ethan i have different luck with my mandarin he is shut up (laughs) i cannot i've I've had two mandarin Uh. i had one um that i brought to atlanta from my old tank i added a mandarin in yeah and I did a lot of research, and he was like, you're going to have to buy copepods. Yeah. I was like, okay. Um, I, I I was like, let me see. I'm going to buy them tomorrow, but let me see if I can get him to eat frozen. Right. And this is a wild one from your store. From my store. He was wild. And uh, I turned off the lights, turned off all the flow in my tank, mm-hmm. um, made it as still as possible, turned off my power head, and I, I took the food, and I just dumped it in there. Yeah. And he ate. And I called Ethan, and I was like, my Mandarin Gobi ate. And he's like, are you sure? And I was like, Well, yes. that's, that's because... They don't eat. They, they don't. don't. They, they don't. really don't. And... You have to get lucky. I mean... And he ate, and he didn't believe it. And I think Ethan came over, the first time he came over to my yeah. house, that night to come see this Mandarin Gobi eat. It was it was it was impressive, and he ate. It was very impressive, and I lost him in the move from Atlanta yeah. because that's a fish that you're most likely going to lose in a move. They're he, one of the hardest stressed. stressed easily. Yeah. Um. I lost him in the move to Atlanta, sadly, and I got another one. Yep. And Ethan's like, yours is just, you're going to have to get copepods. You're just going to have to it get copepods. <laughs> you're going to have to get copepods. Uh, newsflash, nope. there has never been copepods in my tank in Atlanta, and mm-hmm. we brought the Mandarin Gobi back after a year and a half, and he is in my tank alive today. Alive. I got him to eat frozen food doing the same thing. Yeah. Uh, now, that worked for me. And it may work for some people, but it may not work for well, all people. You have to keep that in mind. Yeah. Fish are different. They have their own. And like for me, I I have killed two mandarin. Well, probably more at the store, but <laughs> trying to get them to eat because they just they just won't. They they catch them in the wild. Um, they they live on the reefs and so where in the reef? Where in the world? Where in the world? Yeah. Uh, Indonesia. Indonesians. They live, okay. Uh, Indonesians. Indo Indonesia is is where they come from but they live in that whole section of the, Indo-Pacific. In the Indo-Pacific okay. area and there's a lot of different uh, species of dragonets that's that's actually 
they call them gobies. They're not, not gobies. gobies. No, they're dragonfish. The, dragonette. Dragonettes. Yes. Um, so dragonettes are ruby red scooters, uh, green spotted, and then of course the psychedelics. Yeah. Those are the ones you see in the hobby. Um, because they're eye candy. Yes, of course. And all of them have that kind of chicken shaped mouth. Very, very uh, small. I uh, think of it as a suction cup. Yeah, very, very. Um, but to work very around the small coral. one. Like a, it's kind of like a, a cone. A funnel on the yeah a funnel on the front of their face. And then they have a little suction cup at the end, uh, and they they go around your rock like a like a little chicken. They're they're looking for stuff. They're scratching at the rock. They're uh, looking in all these crevices, and then they um, peck the rock. They they move their heads down mm-hmm. and, and grab at stuff, which are the the copepods. And that is their niche in the wild. Is they eat these little reef bugs, uh, and there are some that eat flatworms and some that eat. But they they all eat blood these worms. little yeah blood bloodworms are a freshwater worm. But um, they still th- eat. Yeah, they, we I mean, learned about that at the reef show today. Yeah, or three days ago. Sorry, that's what that guy usually gets. Uh, his their, to eat frozen food. Yeah, you want to tell him? Do you want to tell him the the trick? Do you want to tell them the trick of what he taught us? Yeah, so he gets a, uh, a spice shaker, and he puts these little Make worms. Make sure you wash it out. Make sure you wash it out. Don't want don't want your fish all salty. Um, but uh, you you put the bloodworms in the in the the spice shaker. Um, so that the and of course you don't have the you don't have the tip on you you open it up but you a put, small container it doesn't yeah, necessarily have, have to, be, to be like a spice but make that's sure what you he take off the uses. labels and all the adhesive right. clean maybe a glass would be better mm-hmm. probably glass probably um, like a baby food jar that probably baby be great. food jar would be like good. a smaller you just need like a the longer one um, because you want it to be long uh, enough to where the fish can't get in. Yeah, the other fish in the tank because they can get outcompeted very easily, and that's that's one of the problems with trying to get them to eat in a full reef tank because other fish, other bigger fish that you will have in your reef, will outcompete them for the food that you put into the tank. Um, so what this guy does is he puts the bloodworms inside of the container and then uh, sinks it down into the tank and lets the mandarin go in and eat the food. Um, now he used that on green spot mandarins because they are worm eaters. They're a lot easier to get to eat food or frozen food because, um, in the wilds they eat not just copepods, they eat flatworms, bristle worms. They, they are peanut worms. Um, they are not a, uh, a very niche, uh, creature. They, they will eat pretty much anything that they can get their, their <coughs> mouths on. While the psychedelic mandarin or the blue mandarin, they are much more niche. They'll eat uh, isopods, copepods, those little reef bugs, um, and they have to see them moving most of the time. So it's very difficult. It's more difficult to train the blues or the psychedelics to eat uh, frozen, pelletized, uh, prepared foods. Um, not for Matthew, of course, but for <laughs> for most the common people. aquarium hobbyist. That's right. That's right. The lucky aquarium hobbyist. Which I have a lot of luck. Yeah, you do have a lot of luck. That's driving and fish keeping. Mm, mm, indeed. But, um, yeah, I mean that's 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 the uh, wrap on the Mandarin, basically yeah. with my Mandarin luck. But my pygmy, he's gone. We gotta do a search party here soon, or maybe tomorrow or someday. Right. Um, we gotta get our schedules set up straight. It's kind of hectic with uh you know covid and all that yeah and we got to find a a day to do the podcast of course uh really excited to uh to kind of come out with this uh yeah this is our first episode i think this is very very very, pleased yes i'm excited i think that we we mesh well and we're uh definitely sharing interests very equally yeah um 
I'm very excited to learn more about cars. I'm very excited to learn a lot about fish, even uh, more. I'm always eager to learn everything. That's right. Because to me, I'm a people person, and yeah. you're a people pleaser. I am very much a people pleaser, but I also, I my, my favorite thing is learning about what the other people in my life are interested in, because if somebody else can be interested in something, so can you. You can find that joy that that strikes passion in their eyes and and enjoy it just based on their enjoyment. Their enjoyment. That's right. You can. I, I tell everyone um, what makes me happiest for whether it be my my girlfriend or my family or my friends, anyone in my life. If it makes you happy, it makes me happy because right. I'm happy for you. And that's that's what I kind that's kind of my motto. I tell everyone that. Absolutely. Have I told you that before? Yes. Okay. I'm happiest and when I, you're we happy. We talked about it the other day. How I I think the same exact way. <laughs> yeah, and that's I think that's I think that's just why we get along. I think so too. Because I enjoy cars, and you can you can. It's not hard for you to shut up and listen to what I have to say about that's cars. That's exactly right. And it's hard for me to shut up to listen. <laughs> but because uh, I'm I'm always talking, I'm always loud and out there. I've been that way my whole life. But uh, I, I'm I'm always eager to listen to see what you have to say because to me, knowing you, I know there's more knowledgeable people out there. But to me, you're the most knowledgeable I know about fish and the aquarium keeping hobby. I really appreciate that. And you are honestly the most knowledgeable person that I uh, that I know about about cars. cars. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, because uh, my I'm pretty uh, opinionated on what cars I like. Because I, I that's a tricky thing about about cars. You you have your 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 clicks as you as mm. you do with with aquarium keeping. That's I mean, you right. have you have people that are like I only like cichlids or yeah. only like freshwater, I only like saltwater, only like clownfish, I only like these certain things. And that is completely the, the same, same with, with cars. cars. You you. There's more categories and subcategories that you can get into, especially with racing. I like NASCAR. I like drag racing. I like circle track. I like dirt track. Yeah. There's a whole lot you can get into. Um, but the main thing about fish is saltwater, freshwater. Those are the main two um, That's like groupings. the, the yeah. very top of the line mm-hmm. grouping. Like if you want to look into like species of animals, you have like their kingdom and you can yeah. work down like that. It, the very top of the, the whatever you want to call it, the tree. Yes. Is freshwater, saltwater, and then for cars, it is um, import and uh, domestic. So you have okay. domestic and import cars, yeah, and that can change for where you live. But it's it basically boils down to: Do you like? I think there's really three subcategories you can get into for cars. You right. have um, you have your your Japanese, mm-hmm. your German, mm-hmm. and your American muscle. Yeah, I think those are the main three you can get into. And I know there's Italian and there's little odd countries here and there but those those are the affordable main three i mean right. most most people look at italian cars and they're like they're too expensive or they're too unreliable and that is true for the most part but there's still used cheap italian cars out there yeah that's more getting into it but there's those three there's three and then there's two at the aquarium hobby sure i i like german mm-hmm. and I, I love german cars that's my thing and uh, I have appreciation for Japanese. That's my second, and my third is muscle. I, I'm, mm. I, I can sit there and I can look at a muscle car and appreciate it for everything it is. I think that's. But pretty, you wouldn't keep it. I would not keep it. No. Huh. Um. I it's think like cichlids. I, yeah. Like cichlids for you. Yeah. Okay. I, I think I think that's that's a that's a great, that's a great start. Yeah. I think, 
but um, I can still I can still look at it and be like, that's a that's good looking pretty. that's a good looking yeah. car, that's a good looking goat GTO. And you can like this good looking cichlid. Sure. But when it really comes down to it, I want a, keep I it. want a German or a Japanese car, mostly German. Mm-hmm. I'm venturing into Japanese because I think um, Japanese cars are the more reliable. reliable. Yeah. Uh, I've learned that the hard way ah. with BMWs. German cars, I do not care what anyone says. You can ask anyone that owns a German car. Or anyone that works on German cars or anything. As long as you're not a salesperson. Because the salesperson's <laughs> always going to lie to you about a BMW or Mercedes or Audi or Volkswagen. I worked at a German car place. Yes. German cars are great. Um, they're great. They drive great. They look great. They feel great. They sound great. Everything is great about a German car except one thing. And that's reliability. Mm. Um, period. Yeah. You can ask anyone that. And I think that's true. And if anyone thinks differently, I would love to hear why they think differently. And yep. I'm not saying that's 100% true. There could be reliable German cars. I'm trying to think here. No. There are no good German models. <laughs> but no, no, no. Honestly, if you, if you, if you think that there is a, a difference in, like, in, in reliable German cars, you can think of a good one. Let me know. I'd love to hear what else someone yeah, has would, to say. Yeah, we would love to hear any opinions, uh, um, honestly. Opinions are not wrong. They're always welcome. There's no That's wrong right. opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, except for the fact that BMWs are not no, playing again. <laughs> but no, um... Yeah, I think I think that's that's pretty good. I think so too. I also not to be uh, I guess not to be ignorant, but here's a here's something that I have heard about the difference between German and, and Japanese cars. The parts are cheaper for Japanese cars. Is that correct or not correct? Man, that's for the for the longest time. My my how I got into cars. You explain how you got into fish. Fish. I'm gonna explain how I got into cars, and this this ties in. Right. I promise. So. Um, my my mom bought a my dad a Porsche 928s mm-hmm. gorgeous car uh, a lot of people don't think so I think it's a gorgeous car my dad enjoyed it um, and the radiator broke on it yeah the radiator at the time this was in the early 2000s um, it was like two or three grand and you could only get a Porsche radiator and Porsche hmm. knew that okay so you paid two or three grand my dad had to uh, he was like dang. So he had to get a new radiator for the car, which is a lot still, still today, but especially in the, the early 2000s. A lot of money. A lot of money. And he got the new radiator or whatever. So that's how I got into cars was working on that Porsche 928. My dad had a, a T-Bird we worked on a little bit. Um, and, and that's just how I got into cars through my father, taking me to car shows, looking at right. cars, working on cars. That's just how I got into it. So back to the question on what, what parts are cheaper? Used to be that is absolutely true. Sure. Japanese parts were still the domestic cars like the Fords and all that. Those are going to be your cheapest. Cheapest, yeah. Um, but Japanese for the longest were were cheaper or sometimes even cheaper than American parts. It really just de- depends. Yeah. But now you got to keep in mind. Let's say my my like I'm having slave cylinder issues with my BMW right now. In 2001, when that car came out. The only slave cylinder, if it broke, which it shouldn't, mm-hmm. would be BMW. You could only buy a BMW slave cylinder. I don't know the exact prices. Last time I checked it, there was like $348 for a BMW slave cylinder. Mm. Mine was $40. Oh, my gosh. And it is not a BMW one. Mm. So you got to keep in mind the, these people understand how expensive they are, and they can go out and make these parts cheaper themselves and sometimes even better quality. Right. And you, you just really got to keep that in mind. Um so I, I think it used to be true, 
And um, I, I think nowadays um, you just got to look and look at, you know, there's a lot of cheaper options out there, not necessarily just buying OE parts. That's OE. You'll hear me say OE or OEM. OE. That's a great That's a great lesson real quick, quick lesson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, OEM stands for Original Equipment Manufacturer. That is BMW's BMW part. That's Audi's Audi part. Yeah. Um, Non-OE or non-OEM are aftermarket parts. That's another thing. So you can go out and buy something that's not from the factory. It's not a factory part. It's like Walmart brand. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Um, it, it could be like um, I think a like lot of off-brand them. is what I'm saying. And you may say it's off-brand, and that may be correct. Right. But sometimes people would rather have the off-brand. It's better quality, better looking when oh. you want to get the mods, and it's better. It it's more. It can do more for your car. Right. Let's say like a fuel pump. Mm-hmm. You want your fuel pump goes out, which brings uh, basically the, the the dumbness of it is it brings fuel from your fuel tank to your engine. Mm. Um, sure, you can get a fuel pump from BMW, and it's probably made out of plastic. I've seen them. they're made out of plastic. Sure, it'll break again in ten to twelve years. Or you can get a really nice one that could be cheaper than the BMW one that's made out of metal that won't rust. That's good for your fuel tank. Yeah, and it'll last twenty five plus years. So you got to keep that in mind. Just because you're buying the great value brand right. doesn't mean it's the great value quality. It's probably better quality or better made or longer lasting. Or you can you can get into the small details like it pulls more fuel out of your tank sure. to push into your engine, which isn't good if you don't have it. your car set up for that. Uh, if you want to get into modding your car mm-hmm. and getting it more modified and making it faster and louder, whatever you want to do with your car, um, you would want a bigger fuel pump. So you got to keep that in mind. Um, we are running out of time here. It's yeah. almost uh, an hour and 16 minutes long at Golly. this point. Been talking for a while. Need some water. Right. Yeah. Um, but like I said, um, I'm really, really excited to learn more about cars. And I think that you're really excited to learn more about fish. Yeah. And, and corals. corals. And Coral. Coral. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in the future, we'll probably be every week, every two week episodes um, we're still figuring out. The we're still videos. figuring it out. Yeah, uh, and I think I think tonight, if it's not too late, we're planning on recording our second episode. Another episode. I think so. It's eleven oh nine right now yeah. on November tenth, twenty twenty. Yeah. So I think we'll go again, and uh, we'll release that one next week. So until next time. It's been great. It's been great. Been fun. We're learning a lot. Yeah, and, and we'll see you next time. Alrighty. Bye.